0: Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentus and brought to life by our special guests across the quality DevOps, cloud and business worlds. Hello listeners, you're tuned into part two of my conversation with Kristen Webb, Director of Product Marketing of Tricentis NeoLoad. Kristen gives practical advice on where to begin your performance testing journey and more. Enjoy. So how would you advise QA teams looking to kickstart their performance testing efforts?
1: The first thing I would say is to identify your top use cases, what you're trying to test. Is it SAP, APIs, microservices, monolithic apps, Mm cloud-based apps? And also, what is your main pain points that you're having in performance testing or in not having been doing performance testing? And then it'll help like understanding what your use cases are and what those Mm -hmm. pain points are. Then Mm -hmm. you'll be able to identify the approach and also the tool that's going to help meet your needs and Mm -hmm. fit within the environment that you're trying to test Mm -hmm. and integrate with? Mm -hmm. Do you need, you know, to support that traditional end-to-end system-wide manual testing, or do you need to automate performance testing within CI pipelines Mm -hmm. to create a more shift left approach, or do you need to do both? And so as we talked about earlier, some performance testing tools are good at one or the other use case, but not both. And Mm -hmm. so if you as a customer need to be able to keep pace with the entire organization and come up with an organization-wide approach, then you're going to be best served by a tool like Neoload so that you can, you know, build out that expertise beyond just a few scarce experts and get started with a shorter learning curve and get you know get these wins up really quickly
0: you're certainly presenting a very compelling case for neoload here for sure and the fact that it's yeah you can keep pace you can get that balance between the enterprise level and the more complex elements of load testing as well and yeah that instance to just focus in on your top use cases as a way to kind of drill it down maybe top three to ten or however you want to identify and then go from there Okay, so the next question is a regular feature on the podcast and we get a wide array of uh, answers. In 10 words or less, what is your best advice for anyone undergoing a digital transformation journey?
1: The first thing is to really know what your SLOs, your service level objectives are and to benchmark your current performance that you're hitting today that you find that that is acceptable in terms of meeting your objectives mm-hmm. and then to prioritize your application migration needs so yeah. whether it's migrating to a new performance testing tool or to the cloud or a new version of S4HANA mm-hmm. you know creating that baseline of tests not just the SLOs, but also the test assets you know based on what you have today mm-hmm. then you can repurpose those as you migrate and you've already started to build out your performance testing approach and your practice,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you then aren't doing the migration and building out your performance testing approach at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so that's my, my number one advice is to, before you make major changes, you know, build out your testing approach. Get familiar with what your assets are going to be and how you're going to build them and how you're going to keep them up to date continuously. And then, you know, leverage them in your changes to whether that's a digital transformation or a migration S4HANA or moving to the cloud. Awesome. So if I were to
0: try and summarize that in 10 words, this is a fun task for me. I would say build your testing approach and get to know test assets. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> That was an awesome bit of advice there. Thank you. And finally, then, if you could change one thing, just one, about the application development world, what would that be?
1: I would make it simpler. You know, I I do feel Mm. for all these developers and testers in the world who have to know so many things and Mm. they're constantly having to keep pace with all of the explosion of technologies that come to the market. So mm-hmm. luckily we are doing the hard work for them in terms of mm-hmm. keeping up with all these new technologies that are coming out, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. OpenShift, Kubernetes, Microsoft Azure, or mm-hmm. the cloud-based CI tools, we're keeping pace, you know, monitoring with Prometheus, whatever is coming out, we're going to keep up with it for the developers and for the testers so that they don't have to be experts in all of those technologies mm. and they can continue to test them. So I would say that that would be the number one thing. The other thing I would say is is just being able to keep the observability metrics mm. that they're used to on-premise can be a little tricky when mm. moving to the cloud and moving their mm. software life cycles to the cloud. So mm. being able to have insight into SaaS, PaaS, and infrastructure mm. as a service So in public clouds, things are just, you know, much more complex now. So Mm -hmm. you can no longer walk down the hall to the data server reboot Mm -hmm. or, you know, and monitor your metrics. In a Mm -hmm. perfect world for me, I think everything would be cloud-based and SaaS-based and thin client, but we also need to keep the metrics close to us so that we continue to understand what's going on at all times.
0: Yeah, let's keep the pros of the cloud and uh, stay away from yeah, the fact that your metrics are a little bit further away. As you say, they're not on-prem, then they're not as accessible, unfortunately. And hopefully with time, that will evolve. And as you say, you know, this explosion technology is, is exciting, but it's daunting. And hopefully, you know, with the likes of automated testing and AI machine learning, there's all sorts that can kind of hopefully harness that knowledge and we're on that journey too.
1: It's super exciting though, because it keeps Mm -hmm. us, you know, really innovating, super exciting Mm -hmm. applications for the market. And with regards to observability, you know, we are doing that work to deliver those insights um, Mm -hmm. and traceability Mm -hmm. to those types of applications, regardless of where they live with our tools. So we can definitely help here.
0: Perfect. So we are one step to that dream world. (laughs) Great. So thank you, Kristen. That marks the end of our chat. And I've really had a blast talking with you. We've found out a bunch about the NeoLoad experience, and what cloud performance means, and tons more. So I hope we'll catch up again in the not-too-distant future. Thank you kindly for coming on, and ciao for now.
1: Thanks for your attention to performance testing.
0: Thank you. All hail performance testing. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening to this and wondering where to start implementing your performance testing, Take heed of Kristen's solid advice and start with picking out your top use cases and pain points and choose your tool wisely. If you can't get enough of Kristen, check out a webinar she co-hosted recently on 10 Steps to Continuous Performance in DevOps. And that is alongside our very own Paul Bruce, Director of Customer Engineering of Tricentis Neoload. You can catch this on demand at tricentis.com. As you may have noticed, we've released this episode a little earlier than normal to account for three guests on the show this month who are full of knowledge and enthusiasm for performance testing. So stay tuned for our next episode coming soon. Thanks for listening. Until next airtime.